Hello, everybody. This is Drew from uh, Mediocre Conversations with Tom and Drew coming to you today with a little bonus um, quip or look into the look behind the curtain into the mind of Drew Forsyth and how he views Han Solo. So if you'll remember at the end of our last episode, Tom posed the question kind of cutely. Um, the, all the reasons that I like Rogue One are the same as all the traits that Han Solo exhibits um, in the films <clears throat> and in the books. And secretly, I like him and he that he's one of my favorite characters. And I promise not to respond to Tom. And he and I discussed it at some length um, after the podcast was over where I got to I got to really tell Tom why I dislike Han Solo. And it got to the point where it was pretty passionate. And I don't think that we're going to be using that audio, but I do think that um, our loyal listeners deserve to know what my response was in essence. So I'm going to provide that to everybody right now. My issue with Han Solo is that uh, Han Solo doesn't appear to care about anything um, or anyone else in in the films, from my point of view. Um, what I mean to say is that I do think that the character of Han Solo does care about people in the films, but like the way that Harrison Ford portrayed the character was a very much me first attitude. And I've had I've uh, discussed it with other people that you know portraying him in that way allows for character growth because he can overcome his own flaws. And that's true, except that I don't ever feel that he grew as a character from, you know, our very first introduction into him, you know, to him in a new hope all the way to Kylo putting the sword through his chest, you know, in uh, episode seven. So what it really boils down to for me with Han Solo is that not only does the character seem like a really selfish me first character to me but harrison ford is also that way in my opinion um so it's pretty well known in star wars circles that harrison ford thought that they should have killed the character of han solo and that han solo should die to save his friends so which which were the things that the the things that he had really come to value and uh, so that could have been a neat story. Uh, that's not what they decided to do. But he held that against um, Lucasfilms, George Lucas, and other people involved in making the films for years. And you know, very rarely, if ever, went to conventions and interacted with fans. And seems to have, over the years, really been unappreciative of his time in Star Wars. And... I have a problem with that because you can say what you want about American graffiti and how that movie helped um, George Lucas recognize that, that Harrison Ford was a, was an actor worthy of putting in star Wars, but um, star Wars launched his career and it seems very small of him to not at least acknowledge the fact that star Wars was a big, part of his career and life. And I think the fact that he has <laughs> rarely goes to conventions, doesn't interact with fans and generally has an, a super negative opinion 
about Star Wars in general um, is very um, thumbing your nose at the fans in a lot of ways. Like, you could at least acknowledge that this benefited you and people like it, which he refuses to do. Um, in fact, he he was asked once, um, I think the question was, like, how did you find your time with Star Wars? Like, did you enjoy it? And his response was, I wish George Lucas was dead. Now, say what you will, like, oh, he's kidding, or he's, you know, maybe he was drunk, which it's pretty evident that he's been given, he, especially at later points in his life, has given interviews where he was under the influence of something. But say, to take a, a, a question like that and veer to a place where you clearly wanted to give that particular answer, to me, is disgusting. So when I say that I don't like the character of Han Solo, what I'm really saying is that I I do not like the character, but also the, the person that plays him is, in a lot of ways, kind of despicable to me. So in the films, the thing about Han Solo that I really don't like is that it's just like, I'm going to make these decisions for everyone else on the fly with like, if it was anyone else doing this, they wouldn't, they wouldn't live. But because I'm Han Solo, everyone's going to be completely fine. And the like arrogance of that makes me dis- dislike and distrust the character. Um, he's more of a just like point me in a direction and like watch watch what the tornado does. I don't like that in the in the books. Um, he always seems to find a way to be on par with characters who are, let's say, more powerful than he is. Right? Like if there was a a villain who was smart, he'd find a way to be more clever. If there was a villain who was, you know, who could use the force, like his luck will save him. If there was a a character who was like super physically like, um, like scary, like a martial artist or uh, physically large character, like he, he'd find the perfect shot to, to like trip the character, like take him down. So everyone could get away. Like, it's things like that about Han Solo that I just can't stand. It's like he always finds the most perfect, least probable solution to a to any situation, and I can't stand it. I just don't like it. Um, I feel the same way about uh, Finn from the sequel trilogy. Um, I think it's very clear that the way they told the stories of the sequel trilogy was that there was an original plan for Finn that was abandoned. Like, he is considered to be a Force-sensitive, but that's very rarely, if ever, touched on in the in the, in the trilogy. And from what I can tell, nothing that's been... has come has come out since then, whether that's comics or video games or anything like that, has dealt with the fact that he is a Force-sensitive. They, they turned him into, like, a forlorn love interest for Rey, who very clearly I think had had a connection with Kylo Ren and you know, it was like team Jacob for, you know, for Finn, like he was just the guy that you, you know, maybe you wanted those two characters to end up together, but never were going to. 
And then John Boyega, after the third one came out and he got his money, went into the media and basically said that, like, Star Wars and Disney are terrible because they wouldn't let Finn's character and Oscar Oscar Isaac's character, Poe Dameron, be in a same-sex relationship. And... I do believe that those two actors went to the filmmakers and said this would be interesting if this was going on between them. But like I've said on the podcast a number of times, like there are a number of things that Star Wars simply doesn't care to include in their um, storytelling. And like romance and sex really seem to be something that they don't want to touch on. And then if it was about love, then I think that you can express the relationship between those two characters in the way that like their friends who were thrown into like these horrible circumstances together and they love and respect each other, you know, anyways, you know, and like, I, I don't know why they had to make it like a romantic thing. Um, just as a kind of a follow up to that, like there was a kiss between two women uh, during the celebration of episode nine that I suppose acknowledges the same thing, but like, that's the kind of method that star Wars employs on, on these types of social issues, right? Like Disney does not want to go down a rabbit hole where they are coming out either clearly for or against things like religion or same sex couples. Right. I don't know if that's right or wrong for them to have taken that approach, but that is the approach that they've consistently taken with the product that they're developing. And like, if you, if you want that in your storytelling, there's a lot of stuff in our culture today that can provide that to you. But my point with all this is that that was the excuse that John Boyega used to basically say he was mad about the way that his character was portrayed. And he comes off once again, like Harrison Ford did as unappreciative. So no one knew who John Boyega was prior to Star Wars. I don't know that he's done much since Star Wars, and maybe he won't since people that work with him now are going to be like, well, this guy's going to trash our project, you know, if he's not happy with it after he's done. One other thing that John did, which I was unhappy with, was that um, he was the spokesperson for a fragrance. I'm not sure who the brand was. But the brand chose to start advertising in China. And so they changed the model that they were going to use for their Asian campaign. And they chose an Asian, an Asian model to be the face of that campaign. And so John Boyega was the model that they were using for their European campaign. And he got upset because they replaced him as the, you know, the face of the brand. And so I can kind of see that. But then he came out in the media and trashed him. And I believe that they dropped him as a, you know, as the guy that was going to be part of the campaign. Like you just can't do that in, you know, the world today. Like there's too many eyes and ears all over the place. And like, I think, I think it was small of him to do that for like the fragrance brand that he was a part of. I think it was small of him to do that for his character role in star Wars. Like as an actor, my, my opinion is that you are there to portray the character that has been written for you. 
and not to write the character yourself like should there be some kind of give and take between the people writing the character and uh the people portraying them yeah i think that's probably just good communication should the people portraying them basically have de facto control over the characters no i don't think that they should and so i think that's the thing that he was really upset about was that he didn't have control over his own character and that's what that's what you sign up for but anyways to kind of get back and wrap this up on harrison ford i will say that the the origin story of han solo where he meets chewy you know has some adventures that did more to humanize Han Solo and like give me reasoning behind why he is the way that he is. And my opinion on Han Solo has softened since that film came out. Um, I will also say that when Harrison Ford uh, made a cameo in episode nine, where he and Adam Driver have like a brief uh, back and forth, and uh kylo ren is then like redeemed and returns to the light side of the force i was happy that harrison ford did that so he didn't have to do it like his character had already come back for episode seven it was very clear that the writers of the uh, the sequel trilogy wanted to have each episode of that trilogy be kind of a sign-off for one of the original characters and episode seven was going to be his And I think that him going out, trying to do what was right by his kid was admirable story writing and very admirable for the character. So the things that he has done most recently, which will be probably the last things that he does for Star Wars, I I think were very redeeming in my eyes. But I still have, you know, 30 years worth of content where, to to be honest, he was kind of a douche and like, you know, I'm not going to go into all of the things that he did that really bothered me, but like he did things like um, he like ostracized his own son for like a decision that his son had to make. Like he was unforgiving and um, incredibly selfish to like Han and or not Han, but to Luke and Leia and even Chewie. You know, and like I get, I didn't like the way that he cheated Chewie at points, like more like a servant than like a friend. Um. But those are kind of the things as to why, like, I have such a low opinion of the character. And I understand that he is a beloved character of Star Wars. And a lot of people who say that, like, they don't enjoy the, like, the Force or the Jedi side of Star Wars are very much attracted to the kind of scoundrel smuggler character that, like, Han Solo represents. And, like, those are fun characters. He's effectively James Dean, right? Like, rebel without a cause. Like, he's just doing his own thing. He's totally free and... You know, he gets to make all of his own decisions, but um, Star Wars is greater than any one thing, but I don't think Han Solo could have seen past that. So uh, I didn't like the character, continue to not like the character, like him a little bit more than I used to. Do not like Finn. Do not, I'm not wishing happy things for John Boyega. So once again, thanks for listening to our little peek behind the curtain here. Uh, It is December 31st at the time of recording so we want to wish you um, a very happy new year's you know may 2022 uh, be better for you and yours than 2020 2021 was sorry about that and uh continue to listen to the 
you know, mediocre conversations podcast with Tom and myself. And if you disagree with me about Han Solo, or if you have a take, feel free to email us at mediocreconversations at gmail.com. We'd be happy to talk about it with you. All right, guys, may the force be with you.